What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This Haberman of Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease and EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM. And by Manscaped.com and the promo code HAM. And by Sleep Number and the new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed. Go to sleepnumber.com slash ham to find the nearest store to you. And by SeatGeek, promo code HAM, 10 bucks off. Now to the segment. Here's a headline for you, Middlecoff. Two hours before, you know, I copy and paste this. I don't know who tweeted this. Feels like a Ravel, but it wasn't Ravel. Two hours before kickoff, more than 97% of the money bet on the Chiefs-Titans game, according to Caesars Sportsbook in Nevada, was on the Chiefs. FanDuel reported 95% of their money. Oh, it wasn't ESPN.com article, but it wasn't Ravel. 95% of the money on FanDuel was on the Chiefs. That's pretty wild. That's. Do you know what the spread with that game was? Yeah, I think it was six, six or so seven. Because it was the game was in Tennessee. So, it it was it was off the book because it was like, is Mahomes going to start? Is Mahomes not going to start? They didn't announce it until like late Friday that he was officially going to start. Because I, I didn't see the game for a while, like on the on the my bookie site. So they just didn't know who was going to be the quarterback. So that but so the the Colquitt play was big. Not that he threw it away, but just because Butker was going to make it an eight-point game if he made that kick, right? Good point. Yeah. Because they were 32-27, and they ended up losing what? They lost by three. So, I mean, once yeah, once he missed that kick, it was huge. It was massive. Wow. Uh, that's it's a bad loss for them. There's no way around it. But, like, I think Vic Tafer had this tweet today. He's like, you know, depending on the week, you can watch the Titans and think they're really good or they really suck. You know, it's just that's just the nature, right, of a lot of probably eight and eight teams. Just on any given year, you watch them on the right week when they're on. Like they just you watch today's Titan game. If I just if Haberman hadn't watched one game all season, I'm like, let's sit down and watch this Titans Chief game. You would leave thinking if I told you, oh, that's a Mahomes returning MVP, Hill, Kelsey, and those guys are all killing it. You'd think, wow, the Chiefs are pretty good. Yeah. You'd be like, God, are the Titans like a top four seed? <laughs> you know? You'd be like, where'd happen to Marcus Mariota? But they, you know, Vrabel's got a sweet stash. The, the Chiefs just, their defense is is terrible, guy. It's just hideous. They can't, they can't, 
They, they can never get big stops, ever. Ever. You see Mitchell Schwartz's uh, streak today ended? Seven and a half years, never missing a, was it a snap? Never missed a snap. And that play that happened to him is the play that I, I'm always terrified when there's a pile that somebody's just going to – this wasn't quite a pile. It was like a sack. But offensive linemen, I feel like never every player at risk if somebody snap. just – Well, wasn't that the Joe Thomas streak too? Joe was a snap, yeah. wasn't Joe was a snap. But that's incredible. I saw somebody ask Jeff Schwartz a few minutes ago on Twitter, like, what is the status of your brother? And he said – Getting his leg remu- removed tomorrow, he'll be day to day. Well, he came back in the game, didn't he? Did he? I, I, I wasn't really probably. Wasn't he walked off. I mean, in. jogged off. Yeah, he he walked off under his own they, power. Then, then the guy that replaced him, the backup, like tore his knee. Did he really? Like they they were they were losing people, that. or it might have been a different position, but they they lost a guy. They've had a lot of injuries this year. But I think the Raiders would say, well, fuck, so have we. Like, I mean, that's just the NFL. It's not like the Chiefs are complaining about it. Because you'd say, well, Kansas City, even if you got injuries, you guys got enough good players, you should still win these games. Because at one point in time, Mahomes had 320 yards and Tannehill had 100. It was like, how are you guys not winning this game? But it's things like the butt care. It just They just do weird sh- weird shit happens to them. It really does. Here's another headline. At one- oh, you got one? Go ahead. Uh, I'll give you another one here. You'll like this one. This yeah, would be one of yours, too. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick had another interception today against the Rams. He now has an interception in three straight weeks, including the two that he had against Miami. He now has five interceptions on the season. He has two touchdowns, and as you told me, that means he has, what was it, more touchdowns as a Steeler than Odell Beckham has on the season? Yeah, more touchdowns as a Steeler than Odell Beckham he plays defense, for those of you new to football. Uh, and Breer tweeted, just a reminder, Minka Fitzpatrick is costing the Steelers a million dollars this year. He's under contract for the next two years at $1.98 million next year, $2.72 million the year after, and a fifth-year option for 2022. You know, Guy, in seven days from the recording of this podcast, he turns... 23 years old. Holy shit. And he's already been in the league a year and a half. Turns 23. So I I think that... I told you this before the game, and we've talked about this for a while. There's a reason this is probably... If you said the Cowboys are the number one brand in America, the Patriots have clearly established themselves just because of this 20-year run probably as the second. But I do think the other two franchises that have a long history would be the Packers and and the Steelers. So you, you, we can rank them however you want, but they're a top three or four brand. Yeah. This has to be one of the more prideful seasons of if I was a Steeler, if I was my age, and I'd been watching the Steelers now consistently since like I've been watching football early '90s. I would fucking love this team. Roethlisberger has Tommy John. I would have hated. I did hate the trade, but then like two weeks later, you realize you know what? Everyone's tanking. Like hell yeah, we're the Steelers now. We're five and four. And I'm looking at the schedule, and I Browns, Bengals, Browns, Cardinals. We still got the Jets. It's like we're gonna go nine and seven or ten and six with this squad. Like, yeah, that's why Tomlin's my guy. He could, yeah, game management. You know, it's got some. As someone that gambled on the Steelers today, okay, guys, can you just run the ball every once in a while? Now I get it. You got backup running backs in because James Conner got hurt in a meaningless snap in the Dolphins game weeks ago. Like running the clock out up double digits. Like, oh my god. 
But they do. Like, they just got ran up like Edmonds and, you know, Samuel. Like, who are these guys? Edmonds, they had a running back. Think about this guy. They had a running back pick off the punter. <laughs> Field Yates had a great tweet. He's like, a punter was just picked off by a running back. Like, this is this game drunk? <laughs> it really was kind of nuts. Did you watch the play? They ran a fake punt. I did not see the The play. Rams were on, like, the 30-yard line. And Hecker, you know, like, sometimes Hecker just plays quarterback, right? So he lines up just at quarterback, and sometimes then they shift to a punt formation. They just snap it to Hecker. It's like fourth and eight, and he just throws it right to Edmonds, who's on the punt team, just standing right there. And then he actually fumbles the ball. Luckily, his knee was down. It was actually kind of a crazy play. It looked like for a second. Did the Rams just recover a fumble? But it, it was... It was not a great day for McVay. I mean, McVay... Now, granted, he's not calling that play. And I, I always defend, like, when when a, a coordinator does something. But, like, yeah, Mike Tomlin or McVay, they didn't have the call. But Sean McVay could have gotten on the headset and been, like, uh, the, the who their special teams coach is... Uh, Fossil? Yeah, Bones? Fossil's kid, Bones, <laughs> who's got to die for his metabolism. He could have just said, hey, Bones... I don't know if now's the time to do this. We're down. We're pinned. What are we doing? I get you, quote, unquote, we got the look. That's what coaches love to say. We got the look we wanted. Yeah, I get you got the look, but check the time, the point in the game. It's not like the Steelers, it was, it was 17 to 12. You're, you're fine. You throw a pick right here, or I guess it was, was it 15 to 12 at the time, or 14? Or whatever. The, I think it was 14 to 12 because that led to a field goal. What are you guys doing? Maybe it didn't. Maybe it was, it was 14 to 12. They ended up stopping him. They had to punt, but they ended up getting a field goal later. But it was just, it was nuts. It was crazy. I'm trying to find the play on Twitter, I can't find it. It sounds insane. Yeah, it was just, it was just stupid. All right, are, are, are we sure the Rams? I guess we got a tie game at halftime of this game. But even if Minnesota lost this, they'd be six and four. I think it's the same record as the Rams. Are we sure the Rams are making the playoffs? No, I I was a few weeks ago, but I'm I'm not anymore. They have a fatal flaw right now. Their offensive line is horrendous. It's They lost their center today. It looked like maybe to a broken ankle or a high ankle sprain. He had to be carried off the field. They were just you know, Whitworth's older. They just can't protect. When, when, you, when Jared Goff is your quarterback, it's like a Matt Ryan, a Rivers. When your offensive line is terrible, he's going to look atrocious. Now, is he, is, is he a $110 million man? No. But he's not a bad player. But you do have to be able to protect him because he can't move. He's not – hell, he's not Jimmy, right? Like, Jimmy can make – like, he can't make things happen. It's just not – he doesn't have the capability to make things happen with his legs. It's just – he's just a below-average quarter – he's a, not a good athlete for NFL standards. You got a headline? They're in trouble. What you got? Uh, Yeah, I do. Uh, guy, the New York Giants lost to the New York Jets. <laughs> <laughs> so, whoever was going to lose this game was going to get a lot of yeah. shit. But the Jets were already, I mean, a pretty major laughing stock. Like, it couldn't get much lower. The Giants, who I saw a bunch of people that cover both teams, or definitely covered the Giants, like, tried to get John Marr to say something. And they say, like, he did, he walked by head down, refused to even look at him. Like, he just looked furious. Well, hey, hey, John, you're the one that hired Dave Gettleman. Dave freaking Gettleman. And Pat Shermer... It's just not a head coach. It's just that simple. And Danny, uh, I don't know, we're not going to call him Dimes anymore. He actually did throw four touchdowns today, but I mean, one of them was like a screen pass. Another was a blown coverage. But you throw four touchdowns, you throw four touchdowns. But he had that other. He had the fumble. 
I mean, the ball never even hit the ground, and Jamal just took it out of his yeah. hands. Uh, hey, hey, Jets. The point of football is to draft and then just keep good players. Like, let's just not trade Jamal Adams. Let's just keep him. Like, let's just – I get, like, everyone's got a price. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand that, but if you're ever going to be good, you'd like to have Jamal Adams around. You have the money. You just keep him and try to get good in a couple years when he's still in his prime. I bet if I Googled Jamal Adams right now, I'd be shocked if he's older than 24 years old. Like, let's just – he's 24. He just turned 24. Like, let's just keep Jamal Adams, okay, uh, Joe Douglas? Just, Adam, can you just pretend to like him? I mean, like, he's just – he's the best player in your team. Let's just let's just keep him. Please? Like, couldn't the Giants – I'd be like the Giants this offseason. Well, let's just trade Saquon for a couple ones. Well, what's the fucking point of even drafting the guy then? If every couple years we're like, well, we get good value, we still – let's just keep these guys. Can we just keep good players, please? Like, the Steelers like, God, thank God they wanted to get rid of Minka Fitzpatrick. Jesus Christ. Because there are always going to be teams that will gladly sign up to take these guys. I don't think Khalil Max had a sack in like five games. Uh, I was just going to say though, real quick, the the remind me the um, they're both two and seven. I don't, well, the Giants are two and eight. Actually. No, but I was going to say I I I because I was thinking today as it relates to the Giants, at least they traded Odell. Because watching Odell, because I don't know how much better he'd make. I mean, he wouldn't make this team much better. Thank God they got something for him. It probably was the right move. But what'd they get? Number 17? Yeah, 17. Kind of wish they'd gotten the Browns 2020 pick. They got 17 Jabril and like they swapped thirds, right? So. Yeah, something like that. It's like that. they don't even. It'd be. A, I, yeah. I'm just saying that that trade would be. Would feel better to me if we still had the, the pick to look forward to. <laughs> well, the do you know the worst case scenario for the Giants guy? is the Jets pick higher than you in the draft and they beat you. It was a little Raiders-y this year, right? Like the Niners beat your ass on Thursday Night Football and they got to draft Bosa? Right. Like that's where it stinks. And it, I mean, the Jets might just start But it wasn't Bosa, it was McGlinchey, but yeah. No, I'm saying last oh, year, oh, oh. remember? They played on Thursday right. Night Football when the Brett Mullins Favre called game, Mullins. Yeah. Remember yeah, that? I remember. Do I remember? And so it's like the Niners fans would be like, well, we kicked your ass and we got the sweet player. So if you're the Jets, like you end up with Chase Young and you beat him, it's like, ah, motherfuckers. <laughs> because that's where, yeah, I, I understand where John Marr is pissed. He just lost to the Jets. The J-E-T Jets, Jets, Jets. Who is Cam Newton playing for next year? The, the report Sunday was he's getting traded this offseason. What if I told you I really just don't even care? Like I, I believe I mean, you. I just, is, is he moving the needle though? You know, um, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I think it. I, I think there's the potential. No, it, it would be a big yeah. like if it when Schefter tweets, the Chicago Bears have just a, it'd be a big big story. I'm not I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying me personally. I'm I'm just not that big of a Cam guy. He hasn't played well in a couple of years. Now historically, sometimes guys just have down years and they bounce back and have one good year. It's not crazy to think like he could resurrect his career right with just one playoff season for a team like the Bears or a team like. I also think he's pretty conscious of his brand, in a sense that not Carolina's some huge market, but he ain't okay in like some trade to the Bengals, right? Nor should he. Like who are? Yeah, like you just like you trade me there, I will not report. Like that's not an option. But uh, to me, his market might actually be pretty small. Like if Jameis, or you know, if, but if you're Carolina, why would you trade him in the division? Yeah. Why wouldn't you just bring him back? I mean, Kyle Allen's okay, but bring him back and let him compete. And then if he can't beat him out, trade him. 
What's the rush? Were you, you really going to get anything for him if you can't beat out Kyle Allen? But are you going to get that much for him if, if you just trade him in the spring? Probably not. If you had to guess right now, do they get better than a third-round pick for Cam? No, Indiana? I don't think so. But I, I also think they got to get a better quarterback than Kyle Allen. I know they almost beat the Packers on the road in the so snow today. So what, what, what you might be better off is doing a trade with the team, pick a player on the team you like, be like, give us a fourth and like uh, a solid linebacker or something, and then draft a quarterback in the first or second round with Kyle Allen, right? Yeah. Uh, by the way, th- those that 90 seconds when you said the Bills were a lock for the playoffs, that was pretty bold considering they lost to the Browns on Sunday. It was in Cleveland, and it was a you know they had a chance to win the game. Uh, the Lamar Jack. I mean, like, no, I said they were a lock. Like, we, I don't feel as strong. No, anymore. no, I know. I just said the ninety seconds before you, to your credit, went through the schedule and went, oh, never mind. But just that you were willing to do that when you knew they had already lost to the Browns. Um, maybe I I've been saying that because I thought this game was a lock and they were going to be seven and you two. Just kept, yeah, all they you just started doing the math. You're like, well, they're good to ten. Um, well, anything else? I mean, Lamar was the, we talked about the Lamar play. He was 15 to 17 passing today. I want more. How many yards did he run for? Uh, he had seven carries for 65 okay. yards. And the one his, I mean, I saw John said after the game, like, that's just a play you're going to be seeing on highlights for decades. The, it, is that the greatest spin move you've ever seen? Full speed. Two guys. It's pretty great. I mean, I get it. It's the Bengals, but two players. <laughs> That's like the Steph dribbles between three Clippers, steps back and hits a shot. That's that famous. It will Steph be. Highlight. I wouldn't say this at this point now because he's kind of proving that he's just a remarkable freak. It'll be hard for him to ever top that. Maybe he like can jump over like seven guy. He does something crazy. Guy, he did a spin full speed on a touchdown run where he missed two guys after one on one juking a guy. He is a uh, he's remarkable, elite, like whatever the category, like in plus, plus, plus for power or whatever, like speed. He, he's just, when it comes to just athletic ability, it just, it's just 100%. You know, he's just the top of the mountain of the athletic. Like Mike Vick, you know, uh, there's just very few. Like LeBron, it'd be like Lamar. He's remarkable. I, I, I was really hard on him. And I heard someone say, our, our buddy Lance Zerline, a couple weeks ago, he was when those fires hit, Bucky like couldn't show up, and so he he did the podcast with with uh, with DJ, and he said that you know he like me and just like most probably maybe hardcore football evaluators were like, yeah, I used to I thought like how's this gonna work? He's not accurate enough, and he's like I've had to take a step back and relook at him. He's like, I use the Astros as an example, like just looking at the way you would with baseball. Like, I can live with a 250 hitter now if he's hitting 45 home runs. So if you look at Lamar like that, he's actually not turning the ball over that much. Who cares if he just throws an incompletion 10 feet over a guy's head and he's making a lot of home run plays? Like, who gives a shit? So if you look at Lamar like that, just look at him a little more like a home run hitter, and he's actually been a lot more accurate right now. But his big knock is you can just watch one play where he just can airmail a throw, and you're like, Jesus. But if he's airmailing the throw and it hits the ground or it hits out of bat, like, who cares? Yeah, I mean, so this is not a Lamar comment. This is more just based on what you just said, right? I think the counter to that would be 
when you get into the playoffs, when you're trying to win a Super Bowl, and you've got there are just going to be, it's not, it may not be about the home run. Um, now maybe it's I'm much not harder to ha- it's much harder Bowl. to have home runs. Just like it's harder to hit home runs, right? In in the ALCS, why the Yankees keep going home? Yeah, that's true. But what if I? I well, maybe I didn't he can do. Bu- he'd be no, yeah, to- I'm, I'm not. That's why I said it's not about him. It's just that would be the counter to what happens when you throw the ball ten feet over a guy's head. Because one thing he's going to have, he's going to be two for two guy. Well, but also two years, he hasn't pl- two playoffs. Yeah, I mean, so he's so. I mean, he can get better, and he's improving. To me, you just watch him. And you go, yeah, I like this guy. Even without he getting clearly better, works hard. Damn good, yeah. Yeah, that's that's if you look at him like that. Just say he doesn't really improve. He's already a forty home run hitter right now. You could say, well, he'll probably hit like two thirty. Well, if he didn't just get to like two fifty. You're like this guy's gonna be the MVP. Well, it does feel so like he's. That's how I'm gonna. It feels like he's gonna get. It feels like if he could stay healthy, he might win an MVP. Well, when I watch him, I feel like I'm watching an MVP candidate. Right. He's pretty fun to watch. I mean, there's no. I went from like kind of not defending Polian, but it's like, come on, everyone was just shitting on Polian. Well, the, like, po- the to okay, me, the Polian thing is just like, okay, we. I, I have an opinion on every player, so I'm wrong about this guy to the degree that he was wrong about him. This just is like in perpetuity. The stupid is just, I mean, it, like Bill Polian's an idiot now because he was that wrong about Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he's like, uh, hey, you guys ever heard of Thurman Thomas, Marvin Harrison, Peyton Manning? You, hey, can, you want me to throw in Dwight Freeney there too? What about Bruce Smith? Yeah, you guys heard of him? I have. I drafted him. Oh, Andre Reid, also Hall. You guys heard of him? Like, do, do those not count anymore? But this, to me, this, that, that's an example of 2019 where it's like, no matter which perspective you have, it it just makes it hard for me to cheer for anybody in the argument because everybody just becomes so stupid. But I can cheer I'm for Lamar you. Jackson. That's easy because I watch him and I go, "There's just who gives me this level of entertainment? Who totally. get like the possi- him and RG three on the field? When I saw that highlight, I was like, "What is going on?" Because just you start thinking about Greg Roman's just putting some film out there to make people think about what could what could possibly occur between those two guys. And I'm not even saying RG3 is amazing. I'm just saying, like, the possibility is – that's why he ran the play, just to get defensive coordinators to think about the possibility. I'm with you. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.